Oh, what you what are you saying? All you trekkies and TV addicts Don't mean to this, don't mean to bring static All your Klingons in the fucking house Grab your back street friend and get loud Blowing doors off hinges Grab me with the pinches And no, I didn't retire I snatched off with the needle nose pliers Alright, so hi, you're listening to Charlie Clawson and Will Anderson, I'm Will Anderson And we're doing this podcast, which uh, We don't have a name yet Don't have a name yet No How's your week been? It's been, it, well, it's been highs and lows, Charlie I will tell you that for free. It's I'm going to pretend like I haven't heard this story. We, yeah. we, we started, started this story. story. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let's yeah. get rolling. Yeah, okay. So we're about, like, could you fake, like, the first, like, quarter? Where I think we're a quarter way in. Yeah. When uh, previously on Will's story, we, we take the first episode of the Gruen Transfer and I went into the Gruen Transfer offices and there was some mail. And uh, official looking mail, like, typed envelopes, which always to me just is like, for whatever reason, that says important to me. Yeah. Because, like, that means there's someone at that business who is smart enough to have worked out how to type on an envelope, which I have used computers for, like, 20 years. And I, like, I can print out a page. Yeah. But, like, the idea of... We, do you put the envelope even into the same bit where the paper goes? There's just settings. I don't know how. It, I, I don't I, know. Like, I barely can print on paper. Really? Yeah. Well, you get that wrong. I do. More often than I would like. How do you get it wrong? I don't know. Like jamming. Mostly jamming. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sounds like you need a new... I don't, I don't mean like uh, halfway through my printing. I'm sort of like, hey, Ben, come yeah, that's on right. in. But it, that's not... I'd, I'd say the fault lies with your printer, not with you. If no, no. It's jams. been an issue that I've had with all the printers in my life. That's bizarre. Yeah. Every relationship I've had with a printer has been fraught with the jamming. Yeah, that you know, that's actually a great metaphor. If there's obviously a relationship in your life that you're jamming because you don't know how to insert things. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Okay. So you got you got right. you got you got some letters this week. <laughs> that's right. I got two letters and they like if you'd swap the like letter that was inside the envelope, like either envelope would have like, you know, they both would have looked exactly the same. Yeah. That's my point. They both looked official. I've opened the first one, which, like, I was right. It, it was official. I had nailed it from the look of the envelope. Um, so, uh, it, was a, it was a letter from the Lord Mayor of Adelaide. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I said, wow, as if I'd never heard that before. I know. But I think even on hearing that a second time, the fact that the Lord Mayor of Adelaide has taken time out of their busy schedule to write to me is a wow moment. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, there must be stuff that Getting they... a letter from the mayor is like something you read about in stories written in the 1950s. Like, yeah. that's a big deal. It's like a... Th- like... like a fantastic four would solve a crime and the mayor would congratulate them. I've got to be honest with you. I think, like, even a generation before us... That would have got framed. Yeah, probably. Do you know what I mean? Like, if so. you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, in yeah. a parent's generation, if the mayor of an entire city, even Adelaide, yeah. like an entire... That's a proper city. Uh, is mayor a real job? Well, I guess so. It's, I don't think they it just... That's not like... Um, it's just weird because when, where I grew up in my neighbourhood, like the mayors, you know, every four years or whatever, there'd be a new mayor. And they yeah. always seem to have like day jobs as well. Like they were, you know... The butcher or the, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and they also so they, 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 they Bruce Wayne by day. Yeah, well, it's just weird. I just <laughs> the, is the mayor like more, Batman? Yeah, I just thought it was more of a, a title thing. I don't know. They needed to have someone who ran, you know, ran the council. Well, maybe like in a small place, though, you don't have time, like full-time issues for a full-time mayor. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's be honest. But, if, seen, like, oh, but to follow your point, yeah. if the mayor of Adelaide, which is in itself a big city, has spare time in their day to write to me, Probably your mayor calendar isn't always chock a block. 
No. You know, like I wouldn't think that I'm that high priority. You know, let's let's solve these <laughs> mysterious murders. That's right. That we've had. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure those balls in Rundle Mall are still nice and shiny. And yeah. uh, whatever happened to that guy who used to walk through in his speedos? Oh, by the way, uh, second matter of the agenda: should we write to Ando and tell him good on him for the gold logie? Do you think they do it to all logie winners? Nick Testoni, who won uh, best new talent in like, <laughs> 1994, got a letter from the mayor of Adelaide. Well, they're actually now that you mention that, you and Plucker Duck, you and Vulcan from uh, 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 Gladiators, yeah, probably got a letter from the mayor. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like now that you mention, you're in that, elite company. Yeah, but not even that. You know what annoys me? Is that even though I'm happy that he wrote to me, I'm happy that anyone likes anything that I do. He did say on behalf of the people of Adelaide and just demographically, there's people there who aren't enjoying my work. Like there's people there who really, really don't like my work. Democracy, dude. Majority rules. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't, no, it's not majority rules. Don't be like that. It's an election. I, I'm just saying that he has like dobbed them into liking me as well which is they, well, like a dictatorship which they don't like they, like they're not into that and I think that's yeah. unfair like that means that our mayor whoever that is I don't even know where the mayor we would have but our mayor could be writing letters to people we don't like well hypothetically and saying hey really enjoyed new season of Hole in the Wall well how would you feel if Saddam Hussein like eight years ago sent you a letter saying hey Will uh, congratulations on the first series of The Glass House. Yeah. Really, really enjoying it. <laughs> really enjoying your biting satire. And then signed it off from the people of Iraq. Yeah. Would you be like, oh, hang on. Like, hang on. I know that Saddam is definitely not speaking for everyone. I know. It'd still be pretty cool, though. <laughs> I'd put it on a poster. Really? Yeah, definitely. Some cut through, man. If you had an, a letter from Adolf Hitler, if somehow Adolf Hitler... What, what does it say? Congratulations on your uh, Logie nomination. Really looking forward to the third season, Gruen. Like somehow, because you know how Adolf Hitler, you know how he's into all that kind of weird science and, you know, he's yeah. sort of, he developed some kind of time machine and they could see into the future, but they could only get one channel and it was the ABC. Yeah. And he's like, Gott in Himmel, this Anderson is funny. Anderson. Bill Anderson. <laughs> Swedish? Is Hitler Swedish in yeah. the future? Well, anyway, so he sends you a letter saying, hey, look, um, you know, you know, shit's getting real in 1939. I've just invaded Poland. Yeah. But I like to relax. And when I turn on my time-traveling television, yeah. I see The Glass House. And it's a really great show, man. Would you, be, would you frame that? Would you show people that Hitler dug your show? I feel like Hitler, dude. What are you doing, man? If you have, like, got a... You can't speak back to him. Oh. It only goes um, one way in this uh, uh, scenario. Because I was going to say, if he has got a television that travels through time, he does not need to invade other countries. He only gets the ABC, though. It can really piss you off. <laughs> After a while, there's only so many repeats of Mother and so Son. So many episodes of the bill. <laughs> That's probably where he got the idea for his moustache. Maybe yeah. George Negus. <laughs> oh man, that is a hard comeback from the moustache. Like, is that is there ever a chance that that moustache is going to be fashionable again? Um, I think so, probably. I mean, maybe in like another hundred years. Like how long? Like, well, there's no classic. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon, dude. At Fashion Week, someone rocks out with like a Hitler mo, and it was like too soon. Well, Mugabe uh, doesn't seem to mind the old Hitler mo. That's a good point, actually. I think if you're an evil dictator, it never goes out. (laughs) It's always the look. Yeah. (laughs) Tiny little, tiny little thin mustaches of the new black. Totally. In dictator circles. I don't. I don't believe in racial profiling. But if your son, when he hits puberty, he starts to cultivate a small moustache just under his nose. <laughs> I would, I would euthanize, euthanize, euthanize. How do you, what, what if 
um, Jesus came back, right? Yeah. And instead of that funky beard that we've all sort of got used to him, you know, glad and about him, like he's, you know, so say, hey, I'm going to lay down some prophecy or then go and perform in my BG's cover act. Um, what, what if he came back and he just had a little Hitler mo? I uh, like how how long of him being on TV going, "Hey, I'm Jesus. I'm back here. Some funky shit that I want to lay down to you." Would people start going, "I'm still can't trust the dude who's got the mustache"? Like I that. think someone would have a word pretty quickly to him. Like, like a okay, so when right, let's say when Jesus, that's who his twelve new apostles are. He's got a stylist. That's right. A manager, an agent. Exactly. It'd be, it'd be like queer eye for the Jesus guy. Right. There'd be a, tr- a van load of guys, gay guys, who come and say Jesus. Like yeah. seriously, you might want to uh, change that look. <laughs> But do you reckon you would? Do you reckon, I mean, would you say to the Son of God, he's come back to call everyone to heaven and, and throw the sinners into hell? Would you be the guy to say, he's got a lot of power, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so are you going to be the guy to say, hey, uh, you might want to change your look? Like, that's hard to tell someone who doesn't have the power to cast you into hell. What about if, like, okay, well, okay, you might not tell Are you them. honest? They might not tell you if you look bad. You, you're honest with me. You would, yeah, you would, yeah. you love it if I get a bad haircut. Definitely. You'd tell me. That's like, I feel like that's lotto day for me. <laughs> what about, okay. Sometimes if I know you've got a new haircut and I've seen it from the distance, I will duck like somewhere that you haven't seen me yet so I can have a couple of moments to think of mean things to say to you so that when I see you, I'm really ready to like belt out five or six. Do you remember uh, when I was first living up in Sydney, every time you came, swung by my house, if you picked me up, yeah, <laughs> I sat in the car. You'd have to give me shit about something I was wearing before yeah. you said hello. Yeah, totally. Well, I used to look forward to that. Yeah. Sometimes I did laps of the block if I, could, <laughs> if I couldn't think of something straight away. You know, if again. I was wearing a t-shirt that I really liked, but I knew you'd hate, I'd wear something a bit bad on my head, so right. deflect attention. Right. It's called the blue boat mentality. We do it with uh, clips that we edit because yeah. we know the record company is going to criticize something, so we'll often put in a really bad shot to take their attention away from what we want to keep. Really? Yeah. The philosophy is you paint a blue boat on any painting, the eye goes to the blue boat. Yeah. Blue boating. Wow. Different to speed boating. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> I, like that. I feel like I've learned something. Um, I want to ask, like you said, you might not tell Jesus if he was wearing like things that are out of fashion. Mm. But <laughs> Sandals, dude. <laughs> but what? Yeah. Socks and sandals? <laughs> J-Man? Fair enough. You're doing your own thing. It's very American J-Man? battle. So Jesus comes back. And we get to meet him. Yeah. Like he's, he's doing some, I don't know, he's doing some TV thing and we get like backstage passes or something. Whatever. Yeah. We blag our way in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, you know. Where does he stay? He's at the Ivy. Of course. <laughs> Justin Hems probably knows him. Justin Hems. Justin Hems. And he might have him on a list. And uh, he gets one of those private rooms where you get your own people and stuff. And, um, and um, hey, you go up to him. And he has a massive snot hanging out of his nose. Yeah, a, hol- so, a holy booger. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's massive. And when he talks, like he's saying really like profound things, but it sucks in and out of his nose. Yeah. Now, you said you wouldn't tell him what fashion he should be wearing. But if you're in the presence of Jesus this is your moment and you're probably never going to get to meet him again this is like your moment he's imparting wisdom but you can't you can't understand any of the wisdom because and he doesn't notice and he doesn't know does not notice okay what what do you do I'd tell him I'd do this I'd, and for people listening I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a subtle gesture to my nose yeah scratching the top of my lip he's like have you 
you want coke? <laughs> and any, I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, go. I don't have any coke, man. I'm Jesus. I'm high, like naturally. Hang on one sec. Dog, fuck off. Get out of here. Sorry, that sound you can hear is my girlfriend. Yeah, uh, I, no, 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 that's no, my no. dog. Um, yeah, no, I would, I would do this. I'd do the same thing I did to anyone because I think if you don't tell him. And then he goes out to say we're backstage at that TV show you, you mentioned. And yep. he goes on TV. Yep. Who, who's the first guy he's going to come looking for? The guy who saw, he saw just before he went out. Why didn't you tell me, man? Like, I don't uh, want to okay. risk that. No, no. So why, I would tell why, him definitely. You know that before he goes on stage, he's going to get a final check from makeup. So... And then I wouldn't tell him. I'm uh, terrible at that stuff. I was at a music festival once and a friend and I were in the bathroom and we saw this guy who had been beaten up and he was at the sink and he was splashing water into his face and he was all fucked up, all bruised. And we said, hey, mate, are you okay? And he said, yeah, it's a birthmark. <gasps> oh, you So serious? that was when I was about 20. So I think since then I've never said anything about... I mean, maybe... Is that maybe worse, that's, that's worse for you, though, than it is for him, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because... It wasn't like he was like holding a bleeding nose or he was like asking for help. He was yeah. splashing water into his face. And I presumed anyone who looked that horrible oh. had to have been beaten up. I don't know. Maybe I'm not I'm, maybe I'm not in the wrong. It just was it just has made know. me fearful. Now, Amy when I Amy and I went to Coachella, um, we so it's this big music festival out in the American desert and uh, it, we were staying like 25 miles away from the festival, but like in the nearest big town. And so we assumed that it'd be like an Australian festival. <laughs> I love that we assumed. No, go to a foreign country, drive on the opposite side of the road, go to a place <laughs> we've never been before. I assume in the middle of the desert, everything will be exactly the same as it is in Australia. <laughs> so in the morning, we're going out to this festival. We've um, like, we got, we got in this limo with these people who were just out the front of the hotel. They said we could get in their limo. Brilliant. Awesome. This is awesome. We're sharing a limo with these guys. We go to this festival. It's 40 degrees. It's in the middle of the desert. At midnight, you know, when it all shuts down, everyone either camps there or drinks and drives their pickup trucks through the desert. There are no cabs. Yeah. There are no buses. There is yeah. no public transport all back to town, which we just could not believe when we discovered that at 5 to 12 that night. Yeah, right. As opposed to maybe any time that day when we could have inquired. And so we've decided, oh, well, we've got to walk to an intersection or something and get a cab. And we're pretty drunk. And when by drunk, I mean high. <laughs> and, and by high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're walking through the desert. It's like, we've had this massive day. And we're like, oh my God. Like we're in the middle of the desert, you know. Maybe we should just like sleep under a like palm tree. And wake up in the morning and take it from there or Sleep whatever. Under a you know? Like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Honestly, like guys in the right? desert. You saw a mirage, did you? Yeah. Did well, Amy turn into like a giant turkey or something like that because you were so hungry? <laughs> That's kind of what it was like, right? <laughs> so finally, this dude has pulled up next to us in this like pickup truck. Start a Wolf Creek. Yeah, <laughs> totally right. This guy has a beard, right? He has those tattoos that look like they have their own tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, prison tats. Yeah. But my favourite thing that he has is an eye patch. An eye patch. And I'm like, oh my God. But we, we had this little debate and we're like, well, we can walk for another two hours or we can risk our lives dying in the desert. And we thought, oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> Let's have a crack. <laughs> so I've got in the front and I am trying my best to be this dude's friend because I just assume if we are mates, 
then he cannot kill me if we ever bond. Yeah. So I'm asking about his family, about his life, about his whole story, right? And Amy's in the back seat looking for evidence, you know, like looking for like, and she's found this like pencil from our hotel and stuff. So like, you know, there's a little bit of stuff that's looking like it might be okay. But the whole time... How did I, he know that you were from the hotel? Well, seeing you in the ca- okay. well, this is like, how would you know? That's why we were suspicious. Yeah. But... So the whole time I'm trying to avoid mentioning the iPad, right? So I'm not even saying the word I. I'm like, we have done this today. Like, you know, just anything. It, I would not mention from the back seat has just come this voice and Amy's like, what the fuck happened to your eye? <laughs> anyway, it turned out he was happy to talk about it. He was one of like five people in the world who have had, well, so he said, who have had this rare form of like eye cancer, eyeball, cancer of your eyeball. Oh, God. Yeah. That's like the worst of the cancers. Isn't that, it? I reckon that would be, it's got to make you finals. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, cancer in itself. Yeah, cancer bad, in itself. Right? Like, I don't think there's heaps of good cancers. No. Testicular, uh, eye, mouth. Yeah. Anus. Um, all the other people that had this eyeball cancer had tried to save their eye and got, like, treatment. He decided the minute he heard it that he was going to get his eyeball removed. So he got his entire eyeball removed. Right. Was he blind in the eye? Yes. Oh, okay. And he used to be a tattoo artist, but could not be a tattoo artist anymore no because you know depth what? Perception. No depth perception. That's right. <laughs> you can't be a tattoo artist when you're a big bloke with an eye patch. Apparently, it doesn't elicit uh, a lot of confidence. So he still owned his tattoo parlor, but he wasn't able to work there anymore. So he became a gardener at the hotel where okay. we were staying at. Ah, it's all Cause back checking down, out. Down there, they all have um, like golf courses attached to these in Palm hotels Springs. in Palm Springs. Yeah. And uh, so him and his mates would go down to the local bar and they would do shots out of his eye socket. Okay. Yeah. Would you do it? If you were still scared in that car, like before, you know, you'd figured him out that he's actually legit. Yeah. If he'd said, you know, get in my car, son, you're going to do a shot out of my eye. Would you have done it? Like you thought your life of was alcohol. in danger? Yeah, not what else? Come. I know. No, shot of come. <laughs> I just jacked off into my eye socket. Now you're going to drink it. Open did it up. He, did he jack off directly into his eye socket? Or did he have like some sort of funnel or something that... Because it would be... Well, you couldn't... My point Mate. being that if he is such a good aim... Like, he only has one eye, yeah. and he still has, like, without depth perception and one eye, he still has enough control to ejaculate straight into it. his eye socket. You don't reckon you could do that? No way! That <laughs> distance? Are you serious? Get down low, I mean, I could dude. do it, but, like, by that distance, it sprays out in all sorts of directions. What are you talking about? You could easily put your... Think, could you shoot yourself in the eye with your cum? Wouldn't it have, like, sprayed out a bit by then? Get right... Hang on. Oh, I'm gonna, my head's right going to go down. off mic. I'm just okay. saying to squat down. But that was not or, that's not very or alternatively, place to ejaculate. go back on your shoulders so your hips are higher. <laughs> Charlie has a series of diagrams that are available for download. It's funny, I have never actually contemplated shooting my eye socket with gum, but, but it like, well, off the top of my head, say though, if it was like one of those events on Survivor. Where like you know like they're trying to throw water into a bucket and like you know like you know like it's and so do you go for a slow throw and try to get lots of water in or do you like like you know say you had to like three quarter fill I think if he got a drop in that would quantify you having to suck it out I mean we're not saying it's to fill it up I don't know I don't know how much an eye socket would hold but I reckon an eye socket would be more than ample for one load. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm no expert on this. Anyone topic. listening to this, but, if you want to email us. <laughs> no, but can I ask you this? Like, because I don't think, like, I just, I, I'm sorry that I need my, like, 
um, desert predators to be more like outrageous. But I just don't think if he'd stopped the car and said, you've got to do a shot of alcohol out of my eye socket, that doesn't seem fucked up enough to me. Like I would be like, oh yeah. Yeah, right. So we're cool now? What if he said, who's his cum? Well, see then, I mean, I'd still do it, but... (laughs) (laughs) But he's swallowing um, like some like seedy bearded, you know, hillbilly trucker's semen. Any worse if it's drunk out of his eye socket? Um, like, does that make it any worse? Like, if he just said you have to drink my semen, I don't think there's anything like. Well, okay, you either have to give him a blowjob or suck it out of his eye socket. What do you do? Probably suck it. Yeah, I think it's so. easier. It's quicker. Okay. Well, what about he said he'll jack off and come into your mouth? Yeah. Or socket. Yeah, I think so. Socket's more of a story. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, if it's, if it's ever gonna like. It's not a good way of telling that story unless there's a socket it's, involved. It's the like, socket it, gives it a mystery. It's kind of weird though. It's, it's, I don't know how I figured this, but it's almost kind of you were at lower status <laughs> if he's coming in your mouth. You yeah. sort of got a bit of status. Like it's, it's less kind of humiliating. It's less um, yeah, submissive. It's degrading. Yep. Less degrading to suck cum out of someone's eye than out of yeah, their dick. Definitely. And, and, um, and they're words to live by. Yeah. Now, can I ask? But on that, like if these were your options, right? Where you had to like he was gonna like come in your mouth. Yeah. Um <laughs> you had to suck the semen out of his eye socket. Yeah. Or you had to drink three times the semen. No, semen of <laughs> semen of him yeah. and two of his hillbilly mates. Are they right, yeah. Right. But you could have it mixed in with like a boost juice. Uh, boost so juice. it's like your usual boost juice, but like yeah, with that, three hillbilly semen in it. Have I, uh, but I just have I met them, or can I get like <laughs> that? Doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> doesn't, I don't know. Does it matter if you've met them? Well, maybe one. Is of them, it, how does that make it better or worse? Yeah, good point. I thought maybe if you could tell one of them had like leprosy or AIDS or something like that, you right. would sort of be less inclined uh, okay. to drink. Well, no, no. Let's assume. But then again, I don't know. This guy doesn't have. Let's AIDS. assume that they've, he's got a medical it's certificate a, for every one of them. <laughs> it's weird. Listen, <laughs> boy, you're going to drink the cum of me and my three buddies. But just to make sure you're not going to get infected, I got three certificates showing we've got a clean bill out. Now drink it. What we're in this for is the integrity of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no monster. <laughs> um, yeah, and no, I'd go the boost juice, I think. Because yeah. I, could, I could pretend. Like, I mean, when you're sucking cum out of a dick or an eye socket, there's yeah. no disguising it's out of a dick or an eye socket. Yeah. But if you, have, if like, you multiply the cum... Mix it with some fresh berries and muesli. Totally. Get some soy milk, honey. Yeah. <laughs> it should be on the uh, new boost juice uh, menu. You know, they've Would got you like the, they've got a their... protein boost, an immunity boost, or Darren can jack off <laughs> and rough, <laughs> Well, you know, they've got all their cute names. It's like Breakfast to Go-Go, <laughs> Berry Blast... The semen sipper. Yeah, you're a spunk. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So, um, all that, <laughs> I believe what we were going to talk about was uh, how my week had been and my mail that I received. Oh, yeah. So, right. I got these two letters. All right. So, the first one was from the mayor. First one's from the mayor of Adelaide. Which somehow took us to sucking cum out of a hillbilly's eye socket. Probably actually, you know what? You could probably, like, if you were doing six degrees of separation in Adelaide, it wouldn't be that hard to get to that. But, <laughs> but you know, in other places. So anyway, the mayor of Adelaide has taken time out of his busy schedule to congr- congratulate me, uh, which is nice. So I've gone, well, this has started well. Uh, might open the second letter and see what other 
you know, town has stopped important business to uh, reflect upon my career. <laughs> and it was a blank piece of paper with a joke printed on it in like 20, 24 size type. Mm-hmm. So unusually large for a piece of paper. Yeah, like eye test size. Exactly. Q, where does a New South Wales politician's penis go when he dies? A, Uranus, as in the planet Uranus. Wow. And that was sent to you or the Gruen office? Or to me. Will Anderson via at the, the Gruen, Gruen office. office. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not also from the mayor of Adelaide. <laughs> if it said, if it, I would have enjoyed but it was officially, very much so if down the bottom it said, regards the mayor of Brisbane or something. You know, like, but it was officially written. So like you were led to thinking it was going to be another kind of government letter. Could have been another government letter. Yeah. And it was that. Wow. That, and that joke. No, don't, explain the joke to me. I don't know. There was that New South Wales politician, David Campbell, who turned out was going to this like male sauna called Kens yeah. at Kensington. Right. Yeah. Uh, and um, and so the joke the joke was where so to New where South do Wales? New South Wales politicians' penises go when they die? Uranus. Yeah. Right. But I don't know why Uranus is in it. I is it just because it like sounds like Uranus? I don't know. I don't know where the die comes into it. He hasn't died. I know. I know. But so there's a lot of flaws. Like the the joke. Like the joke is seventy. The joke is seventy percent there. It's a bit. It's, it's, not, it's not funny or offensive. It's just no. confusing. It's confusing. Why is the penis? Why is the like? Why is the penis? Okay. Should be let's where just, the penises like, go when they go to outer space. Yeah. Uranus. Like, yeah. like I mean, it has a much relevance. But I think he's tried to say with that because that New South Wales politician's penis was going in anus. He's like, I've got this. This this bit I've got. Yeah. This is my gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make like a joke somehow about penis going penis. in Uranus, and then the rest of it seems it seems wedged in for one of a better term when you're talking about penises in your eyes. So who are the enemies of the Gruen transfer? Well, I think who are, your more, Le- who are your Lex Luthor? But I don't even know if it was an enemy of me, like of the, the show, or of me, or if that was someone just sending me like a bit of great quality material. Yeah. Although I don't know why you wouldn't put your name and address, like why it would be sent through as like an anonymous note. Yeah. Like it was like a threat. M- maybe. But, like, but in the form of a joke. Like is there a is there a really like poor version of the Riddler who's like sending me this? You know what it is. I think it's more. It's probably, it's probably a comedian, another comedian out there who is very well known, very famous, and gets paid very well to write jokes. Yeah. And occasionally they just want to give some back, you know, anonymously. They just want to fucking lay out some gold. Like Paul Hogan, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And they're just they're just sending it, and they don't want acknowledgement. Yeah. They just want to send you heat. Johnny we'll Carson use used to write jokes for David Letterman's monologue. Really? Yeah. Just and just don't, don't, tell anyone, don't, yeah. don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you they weren't as confusing <laughs> as where do dicks go when they die. But that's not even that. No, where do New South Wales well, Labor politicians' dicks go? Yeah, it's confusing. There's so many elements that's, yeah. that, that don't make sense. Anyway, yeah. that's It awesome. feels like there's a lot wedged in. It feels like there's a lot of that that wasn't to do with that joke. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> but sent as a threat. <laughs> sent as like it wasn't a, letters like cut it wasn't out letters cut magazine. out but it might as well have been yeah. but I also don't I just find it hard to believe because like think about that mm. they've written that they've thought of it they're going oh, um, oh I've got a I've got this great joke about penises going the fact that they mention politicians yeah. makes me think that this is a fan of yours because you do a lot of people, yeah. political humour right. the glass house yeah. so definitely it's someone appealing to what they think 
Yeah, he'll so to. he'll like this political yeah, yeah, yeah. material. That's right. We'll write this in. Uh, <laughs> and he loves penises and uranuses. So, yeah. brilliant. Let, let us profile this potential maniac. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's, okay. So. Well, um, they typed the address really neatly on the envelope. Mm. So it's someone who not only has a computer, but knows how to type onto envelopes. Sure. So you would, I would estimate then they're probably over 40. I'd mm. say that maybe an office worker. Yep, I'd say so too. That's good, good surmising. Yep. Um, they can afford a stamp. <laughs> that probably isn't that helpful, but they have a job. Like it's not an unemployed person. I, I find it hard to believe it's a comedian. Well, can I just Because say, I'll tell you why. No comedian thinks it's worth having to like type on an envelope. Like nothing is funny enough or interesting enough to a comedian to type on an envelope go and get a stamp and then yeah. put that into a box that is too much work totally yeah. I'll, I'll also I'll also surmise tweet it that uh, well I'd say it's no one under 30 because who sends letters like most people kids don't even know what a stamp is and you know email. What? that's probably under 140 characters he probably could have tweeted that yeah totally like it's, it's tight so it's definitely not a youth yeah. it's, I reckon it's someone 40 plus yeah right works in an wow. office and he said re- penis too not dick or cock the big font interests me. Yeah. It's either someone uh, who is, I think, shy and they express themselves. Yeah. You know, that is the way. It's like, like serial it. killers normally keep themselves and then yeah. they become very extroverted when they're the thrill of the hunt, the thrill of the kill. This person and the, the frenzy of writing this joke anonymously to you, yeah. they express themselves in big letters. Oh, yeah. And I would say, personality wise, they're probably the opposite of that. They're probably oh. very shy. Oh, uh, yeah. Quiet. So we're saying Shouting middle-aged. Heard. They watch the ABC. Yeah. So no one under 50 can probably push that age See our demos? Our demos are strong. <laughs> so I'm suggesting it's Kevin Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little like Kevin Rudd from your, from your profiling. Um, it, it, it has his lack of humour uh, about it. No, the, the, the big type might mean an old person because old people type big. And because they can't see. I thought that yeah. too. Or, or eyesight impaired. Yeah. So Daredevil. Probably Daredevil sent you that. I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty intriguing. Try not to destroy the set. So, yeah. The set. The set. <laughs> we're sitting. The setup. We're sitting in, in my dining room yeah. on a desk, with two with, with one microphone attached to a camera tripod. <laughs> who can't afford two stands, and I'm accusing him of destroying the set. It's the glamour. Did you um? Did you like the dead? You like Daredevil? The Daredevil comic? The comic book I yeah. loved. The yeah. movie I loathed with every fiber of my. Did brain. you really love it? No, I just was very very disappointed. Yeah. Because. Because Daredevil is my favourite comic book character. No, really? Yeah. More than Batman. More than Batman. He is like Marvel's Batman. He is, exactly. And all the things that I love about Batman, I love about Daredevil. I find... I Except get with just uh, like oppressive Catholic dogma. Yeah, but also he just, like more so than Batman loves to bang really hot chicks when you were growing up reading comic books and even like every now and then they'd throw up like a Burton's Batman or the original Mm -hmm. Superman or whatever and there'd be like a comic book film that did really well and sort of got a bit of critical and commercial success did you imagine that we'd be in the situation we are now where every single comic book you have ever read is getting adapted like it's like the world after X-Men the first X-Men said holy shit like there's a built-in audience They've got a universe that we can just like build upon, franchise films. Like, it's insane. It would be like they started just making movies all of a sudden about AFL football. Yeah. Like, if, if, 
that's what it felt like to yeah, me because totally. I was always into comic books and like apart from Superman and Batman or Wonder Woman TV series you know what I mean like you'd never see and I would like if I think of the quality of TV shows I was willing to put up with because they were about superheroes yeah. like I watched every episode of The Flash yeah me too like every episode yeah, I, I'd actually. I've watched. That. I I've, watched that nine, I've watched nine series of Smallville. Yeah, right. You know, and you've hated like, every one of them. Every too. time I ask Will about what he thinks of like either the Smallville, it's like oh, it's terrible. And it's like, but you've watched fucking eight series. At what point do you go? Well, this is not improving. I should probably stop watching. It's about superheroes, and I love superheroes. Cool. So, can I ask you a question about the Flash? Yeah, you know, there's that comic book from the '50s, and Superman and the Flash had a foot race for charity. Yeah, and it was a draw. Now, the Flash has to be the fastest human being alive, doesn't he? Like, faster than any... Because if Superman yeah. is faster than the Flash, that negates the need for having a Flash. Like, if you have a situation where you require super speed, and you're like, well, I've got to make one call, do I call Superman or the Flash, and they're as fast as each other, then you're yeah. going to go for Superman, because it's much more of an upside. Yeah, but you know what you're But what you're implying there is that at any stage, there's only going to be one problem. I know, you but, know what I mean? like, but I'm, like, I'm saying you know, Superman. We, we live in a world where like Burger King and McDonald's, you know, Coke and but Pepsi, McDonald's whatever, kills Burger King. Yeah, but, but they exist side by side. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean, like you know, Superman could be McDonald's, and like you know, the Flash could be Burger King. The Flash is still, you know, but it would just living. make the Justice League meetings really awkward when they say like They're awkward anyway, aren't they? Oh, holy shit! We've got you know five minutes to get this bomb you know da 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 yeah, and it's like Flash oh you know what Superman you can fucking because if they don't have the trouble like the Flash would if it was a time based issue Flash is already like down on Superman what do you mean do you know what I mean like well Superman's got heaps of shit that's I know that's on. the whole like, that's I mean, what I'm like, saying like but if you were the Flash if you got hit oh, by yeah, that's, the chemicals that's your one thing that's your one thing man right. and you've got this because other you don't guy, have x-ray vision yeah that you should get to run fast yeah it's like um, yeah. it's like uh, like uh, Stephen Hill you know is a really good football yeah. he's super super quick right. Buddy Frank is super quick but he's yeah. also six foot six and mark overhead and kick yeah, goals yeah. from anywhere so like are you going to take Stephen Hill or Buddy Franklin yeah that's what I'm saying is the Flash is Stephen Hill and uh, Superman is yeah Buddy okay Franklin. I understand what I'm saying but... but I just think it would be an awkward situation to be in Why? I mean because he's still the Flash man like neither of us like say it's like saying say Metallica second... Megadeth like it's like yeah you know you're Megadeth you've sold 10 million albums yeah. but Metallica's sold 40 million I know, you know? But at least you're Megadeth do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like well, here's the thing. But right? he, his claim Neither is I'm the fastest man alive. Like, that's his yeah, slogan. But, but, he's like, but he's an alien. Like, Superman's an alien. Why even have the foot race between them? I mean, it's just, it's a mockery. Maybe they didn't know until that day, though. But it was for charity. All right, just say you are Superman. Yeah. And Flash comes up to you and says, hey, dude, like, um, it's really good working with you. And, you know, Justice League's going really great. Just appreciate it if, you know, in public and when you're doing your rescues and stuff. You just do a lot of the flying, lifting stuff and, and super speed. Just, you know, if you can avoid it, because that's kind of my thing. And it's getting a little annoying um, having people sort of ask for you when, you know, speed's kind of my thing. Well, is it his thing? Who did it first? What do you mean? Who was fast first? Superman. Yeah, right. Well, it's his thing then. So that's what it's super, you'd say? <laughs> that's like my bit, mate. That's my bit. Really? I don't know why you're getting all uppity on the super speed, mate. I've been in super speed for years. <laughs> Well, what I'm saying is that, like, you know, we sort of put this Justice League together where we all yeah. have our strength and weakness. Batman's a scientist, Wonder Woman, what, so we all feminist do one issues. Thing? Well, no, it, 
we don't all do one thing, but like, just leave the speed thing to me. I can. The thing is, I can handle all the speed stuff. Don't worry about it. You just. Well, you can't, man. But we, what we I can't do without you, we can't do the flying stuff and the lifting stuff. So I, I will can fly, lift, and run, though. I know, but what I'm, I'm saying is just leave. Look at the giant fucking S, mate. Dude, you're making it. You'll make me irrelevant. Is what I'm saying. Well, mate, maybe you should learn how to do something else. Got a job, mate. I work at a newspaper. <laughs> most people would consider that a full-time career. I'm meeting deadlines and solving crimes. Right, I'm. I'm not sort of. This isn't. What are I, you doing? I'm. What I'm saying is what constructive. I'm trying to say I work for the police department in the science division. Yeah. I think I'm. Well, am I Barry Allen or my Wally West? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I believe in Smallville's recreation of your youth, you're a, a, a petty criminal. Oh, really? Yeah. That made him a criminal. You know, like yeah. fuck man. But then he started. Went and worked. Well, so he's next to Aquaman. Really his reputation Aquaman. is probably yeah. the lowest. Don't you think? Well, Aquaman. Would you call? When would you call him the Flash? Oh no, Flash. If you had Superman or the Flash to call upon, you're always going to call Superman. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but like Flash was good at. I mean, I can see why they made him a petty thief because he was called on a lot to get like the the yeah. vial of the antidote. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you need the antidote, or you need like you know, or program things really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you shit. think there was some sort of like official line on how fast he was though? Because quite often you felt like like whatever they'd established, he could go like ground speed. Yeah. They did things with him, like the bullet switch and whatever, well, that were, would be faster than that. But that's what they've written into the Wally West, is that he's... Like, I think Barry Allen and the other guy, whatever, with the helmet, <laughs> they kind of had, like, a, they had a top speed, but Wally West is unlimited and he keeps finding... And as he breaks through new speed levels, he finds new abilities. Like, for instance, he can run across water, he can vibrate his molecules at a frequency that he can pass, pass through solid objects... That kind of stuff. Yeah, see, well, that's what I was saying before. Like, when he came to Superman, and he was all like, hey, you know, can you stop doing my material? Yeah. Well, Superman was like, dude. Develop new stuff. Develop new stuff. Because every time you get some new stuff, that'll take you forward, man. (laughs) People love new stuff. Would you tell Superman if he had snot hanging out of his nose? Super snot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But would he, like... Would he have snot? He wouldn't, because it's mucus buildup, and that would suggest uh, vulnerability. Exactly, right? Like, he couldn't... I don't think he would have snot. Well, he must. He must have something. It's not only it's not only build up from impurities fighting infection. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Mucus expert. Or either. Either or. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start. Where do you start? Are there mucus experts? Or oh, yeah. Part no, well, they would be. Yeah, definitely. Studying mucus. Can you yeah. imagine, like, that is your specialty, studying mucus? People would be, must be into that. Do you reckon they get off on it? I bet you they do. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but people get off on all kinds of weird shit. I'm yeah, sure there's some like, scientists who fucking, like, you know, black people who study bugs, they have fantasies of wanting to fuck the bugs and shit. Really? I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know, wouldn't they? <laughs> Is that, every, every time there's some, like, scientific achievement, like, and the Nobel Prize for Science goes to Dr. Vivian Smart. <laughs> uh whatever bugs studies are etymology etymology and you're like dirty bugs <laughs> I think so she dude she loves I, fucking I, bugs no, I, I honestly think when I meet people who work with like really close with animals or bugs and have a real fascination that there is they're maybe some no no but there's a deeply held desire Does maybe that, they don't act upon it so I reckon if you are 
like way into mucus you, you probably want to well, maybe like you know have a bunch of people snot on you or some weird shit I mean, really yeah bodily, bodily functions are a real like aphrodisiac for a lot of people oh, I don't think so you don't think so no have you not been on the internet yeah but I don't think the internet is like representative representative of what we are as human beings would Superman need to piss sorry does Superman need to piss super piss um <laughs> 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 the way you just kind of <laughs> the old topic super piss if I had a dollar for every time I'd been asked this question um, in fact you should read my thesis Charlie super piss I guess I'm gonna say that he does does he does. doesn't need to piss well he has to consume doesn't he yeah I mean you could argue that he doesn't have to like I mean maybe he could lose the water um, you know because he's Sweating. super f- sweat or whatever but does he sweat? I don't know because again that's asking yeah. does he ever experience discomfort because yeah. for that so does Superman you never see Superman eating do you? like it's never sort of really discussed does he have to eat like heaps and heaps to sort of like this the Flash they say they he do. consumes a lot to in keep the up his early episodes they always used to do it like in he the, eats like, a lot yeah, like like soup when he's a boy, you know, he's always eating heaps because like, and that's always used okay. to show, you know, these an unusual boy. But yeah. no, you don't. It's really. not like as an adult because that would be hard to and conceal. And he would be burning a lot of carbs. Totally. But think about him when he's Clark Kenting it. So he can't stand out. So he's eating just a regular human amount of food. He yeah. must be so fucking hungry. You just see like a blue and red flash go through McDonald's after work and then cut to him flying with sixteen bags. Well, I guess away. that's maybe the thing. He can eat really quickly. Yeah. So, so if he needs to, if he needs to grab like a bite, he can eat like quite a lot. And then he'd do super shits too. Yeah. Would they be heavier than normal shit? I don't know. Like, I mean, I just can't imagine him shitting, but like... And would he shit with utter force too? Would it like break, like an, he has to go to the fortress... Brick. He has to go to the fortress of solitude because <laughs> it has the only toilet. The fortress toilets. of solitude does sound like... Like, yeah, can you yeah. just imagine <laughs> Superman grabbing a copy of the, the Daily Planet, tucking yeah. it under his arm... Last, I'm <laughs> off to the Fortress of Solitude. Well, it would make sense that that would have the only kind of structure strong enough to hold his super turds. Yeah. Because I, I don't think it'd just be the, the weight of the turd. I think it'd be the force with which he expels it. Expels it, it yeah. Because that's the thing I was wondering. Okay, let's like, say, I don't think he does go to the toilet. Okay. Because he would break the toilet. How about this? Here's a question for you. I was thinking mm. about this the other day. Could he throw one of those bins you get in a bean bag, the foam, little foam ones? Yeah. You know, they're really hard to throw. Yeah. Could probably throw like a meter. Yeah. How far could Superman throw a little foam ball? Um, not that far, like really, because everyone's unco. Like he's still like if you're throwing with his left hand, it's not so good, but really forceful. How do you know he's not left-handed? Because like, why well, Superman, mate? Like Superman's not gonna be left-handed. Yeah, because bad look to be like almost a demigod, but yeah. then you can't, <laughs> then can't, open, can't open. Can't up. use scissors properly. <laughs> All right, I think I think that's a good note to go out on. Is a very spazzy Superman. Uh, hopefully, this one will go up online. Um, yeah, you know, so. I think good. so. We'll, we'll cut it together and make it sound better than this. All right.